Yo, what's up everyone? Welcome in to Box Office Bets. I am Tom, that is Brian, and I'm a little giddy because we're getting to talk about one of my favorite movies of the year, one of Brian's favorite movies of the year, even if he won't admit it, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and the animated market, or as Brian and I now refer to it as the Guillermo del Toro market for his work with Pinocchio last year. <laughs> um, before we get into it, Brian, I know that this is considered a heavyweight. And I wouldn't necessarily say for best picture a heavyweight, but if you look at all the categories at the Oscars, things like sound, score, visual effects, it got shortlisted for. Only three animated movies have been shortlisted for visual or have actually been nominated for visual effects in the history of the Academy Awards. So what do you think of this movie as a whole, not necessarily individual categories per se, we'll get into that in a minute, but just as a whole, were you kind of blown away by this movie? Do you consider it a heavyweight? You're not the biggest animation fan either. So uh, yeah, just what were your thoughts? Right. So I actually really enjoyed this movie and being somebody who doesn't enjoy animated films, I thought it was actually a really well put together movie. And I had not, before I had actually seen this uh, movie. I hadn't seen the original, Me too. which is kind of funny that I didn't see the original before I saw it. But I was able to, you know, I caught on quickly, and I really enjoyed like the diversity of the characters. I know that's funny because they're, you know, animated, but the story I thought worked well, and I really enjoyed the actual movie making aspect of it, the, the actual uh, style of them kind of going through the different. Uh, the the different uh, comic books and using that style for each individual Spider-Man, which I thought that was really clever the way they did it. Um, I did have to sort of catch up in terms of like the actual style of the movie in terms of the animation style. But once I kind of got past that, I thought it's actually a really well done movie. It's popping up on a lot of people's best of like 2023 movie list. And not just animated, yeah. it's all movies. So uh, I think this is actually one of the better movies I saw you know, all year. Definitely, I think it's in my top 10 movies that I've seen this year. But I think it's a real contender. But I think it's just going up against another behemoth of The Boy and the Heron, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But overall, I think this movie has a really strong case for you know, maybe yeah, one I or think two Oscars this year. You start looking at some of the categories that it could contend in. As we mentioned, a few of them uh, at the start of the show, sound, score you know, visual effects. I think for me, screenplay is kind of the the bubble of whether or not it will get nominated for a heavyweight category. I can dream big and I can dream that it might get a Best Picture nomination. Probably not likely, but I think adapted screenplay, it is a crowded field, but of the major categories, I think that one would be more likely Spider-Man uh, Spider gets nominated for than Best Picture. With that said, though, I think it still could get a Best Picture nomination. I just yeah. don't think it will. What are your thoughts on Spider-Man in terms of the Best Picture market? It was, I believe, 45 to 1. It dropped 60 to 1. Now it's 80 to 1. Yeah, I think the reason that's probably at 80 is we, we just had the Producers Guild Awards nominated, or the nominees nominated. I mean, that's the same thing. Um, and it wasn't on their list. Uh, I'll just read the Producers Guild list because typically in the past, it's sort of a precursor to what's going to win Best Picture. So there's also, you know, there's sometimes there's a little difference in terms of the nominations. But this is the list. So in alphabetical order, American Fiction, which Great you just movie. saw, which I want to see, which looks really good. Anatomy of the Fall, Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, 
past lives, poor things, and zone of interest. So I don't think that it, I think it could maybe slide in somewhere, like maybe Anatomy of the Fall slides out and Spider-Man slides in, because they typically like to have at least one animated movie in the best picture category. And I mean, it could be the boy and the heron, like of all things, it's kind of (laughs) one of those things, but I don't know. I feel like they usually like to have one international film and maybe one animated. It's kind of the way it goes. So I think though the, you know, you might have a, you might have a, uh, (laughs) you might have a Florida state Alabama situation where it's like, okay, you know, which one do we put in? Maybe they just say, you know what, Boy and Heron uh, did a really good job contending in a year that no one thought would contend with Spider-Man. They cancel each other out. Neither of you get in. I think that's very, very possible and likely. Every movie you just rattled off, I could see getting in. Um, I think you're kind of on the head with, I think Anatomy of a Fall might be one that might slip out. Maybe American Fiction. They like to put that. I I told you before we hopped on, American Fiction felt like Don't Look Up, where you have like that comedy that could get in but doesn't win. You know, it's going to be 66 to 1, 80 to 1 to actually get yeah. the best picture if it gets nominated. Um, I just I just don't see it getting nominated. Now, you mentioned also the animation film getting nominated for best picture. So we've had, I know we've gone through this before in the past, but uh, we've had three animated films nominated for best picture. That's it. What are we in? Year 96 for the Academy Awards. So odds aren't great. Yeah. Uh, all three are Disney movies. So again, it's not great for, what is it, Sony that did mm-hmm. Spider-Man? They're the studio. So not great there. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's basically Disney or bust at this point. But, you know, there's a first time for everything. You look at the screenplay category, though, Brian. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine animated films that have been nominated for adapted or original screenplay. So I think, look, those are enticing yeah. odds. And, I, you know, I have a 100 to 1 ticket on Spider-Man I got in the summer just because I will die on that hill. <laughs> right. I don't care. Um, and we also have some Oppenheimer tickets as well out there. So not all is lost. But I think you skip Best Picture. Uh, if you want a long shot ticket, feel free to take it. I just don't think it's going to get nominated at this point. And as good of a movie as it is, uh, I just, yeah, I just think the major heavyweight categories are out for uh, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse. I think The Boy and the Heron has a lot to do with that, too, being as good of a yeah. film as that was. Mm-hmm. And I believe a lot of people, a lot of big like film people, really good. enjoyed Boy and the Heron. And it's also, I think, Muzazaki. Mu, oh, yeah. I think the director. Yeah. I believe it's it probably is. his last film. I think he's even said it's maybe his last film. So I think they really want to, like the big film nerds out there, really want to uh, can, like, no, right. um, award him something. Uh, and I think this would be a huge deal because I think that he, this is actually his genre that he's really focused on. And um, I feel like Japanese cinema really is, you know, kind of not taking over, do, but a do, lot of the far east cinema is taking over, right? Or not yet? Okay. We'll pretend okay, I so it. it's in. No, I didn't see it. It's in. It's I just go Japanese off of what you guys say. It's in English. So I went and saw it in Japanese. So yeah. I just wonder, you know, if you go and you see it in in English dubbed, the voice acting, if it changes the experience at all. Um, so I might actually mm-hmm. have to rewatch it with the English dubbed version because I went to the theaters and I watched it in Japanese and had the subtitles. Um, so I wonder, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm okay, sure so. that does create a different experience. I heard Robin Patton, Robert Pattinson does a terrific job with voice mm-hmm. acting in that film. So, you know, I think not only that, but you also have, you have these other films like Suzumi and you have Nimona that a lot of people are starting to get to now. 
Um, you have migration that just came out, wish that just came out. You have trolls. You have, uh, you know, some, you don't want to say real threats to Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, but you have good animated films. But it feels like the boy in the heron is the only one that could take the animated market from Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And I would say it's, it, it's a pretty good threat at that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it took it from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when they, when they open up this market... I believe Born the Heron will be the favorite and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will be the like second favorite or the like you know the right, the right, first right. yeah like I I think it's going to be it actually be. a lot tighter than you think just because it's so popular. The movie's so popular. The only problem is is that the Academy's become so international that it might go to that Japanese film and um, let, in this particular space. Oh sorry, space. I was going to say and we uh, I do think there's other categories Spider-Man will probably get nominated for so if there's an Academy thinking process yes. out there that says maybe we reward this director for Boyd and Heron with best animated film, now we can focus on Spider-Man for song, score, visual effects, things like that. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, like I think the, one of the weird ones that it's in that I think it has a good chance of contending in is yeah. the visual effects category. It was uh, nominated for visual effects at the Golden Globes, which it lost. Um, I can't remember who it lost to, I it unfortunately. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, but I know that it was dominated, and that's you know when you go back and look at the movie, it's so weird, so interesting that an uh, animated film is in the visual effects category, and Oppenheimer isn't. Just saying, uh, but there's lots of action in the movie, and this, that last scene where they're the running up like monorail. this, uh, yeah, like this like train, basically, yeah, exactly. That that was amazing yeah. action for an animated movie. I thought it was really, really fantastic. So I think scenes like that are, and also the scene where the bridge is breaking up and they have and, to save the know, person that sort of throws nothing, off the, the you villain. Know, the, um, yeah, his whole shtick is visual oh, yeah. effects, um, which I found fascinating. Now yeah. let's just stick on visual on VFX while we're here. <laughs> um, three movies animated films have been nominated for best visual effects in the history of the academy so it has as good of a chance as best picture but it got shortlisted for visual effects it, you know right. it's probably not going to be one of the top 10 for best picture unfortunately that's all right Gilmero del toro will set the tone at some yeah. point he'll he'll get into the academy's ears um, of course so the three films for visual effects one you probably never heard of kubo and the two strings as in 2016 the other two are disney films uh 1993 the nightmare before christmas and you can really see why that would get nominated for uh, visual effects. It didn't win, but it got yeah, nominated. The, yeah, and sure. uh, then you have The Lion King in 2019. Lion King just cleaned up uh, from what I'm yeah. seeing here. So it did. I think visual effects, um, it probably gives animated films of all time its best chance of, of winning this market, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm just going to actually, I want to sort of get to the... Um sort of list that they have yeah. on variety should be pretty short going it's, it's, on. It's, yeah, although i mean films. oh yeah definitely i also just want to note that like the person who writes the thing for variety thought that ryan gosling was going to win for supporting at the golden globes yeah, Downey's and winning. didn't so i think a lot of people are just thinking too hard on some of the categories they're like year. looking for the um, value out where it's there. just like, like it's oppenheimer you start with oppenheimer right exactly markets, and then you work your way down that's how it's exactly good. Yeah, exactly. Except Divine Joy Randolph. So, what did I have here? Well, you can't now. She's minus 500. Yeah, she's she's it. So, in visual effects, they have shortlisted Godzilla minus one, Napoleon, Poor Things, Society of the Snow, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, with the Godzilla? prediction being, at the moment, right now, oh. uh, that Spider-Man okay. might 
winless like category. That, so. so I think if it gets nominated, it might be kind of a threat, and you might be able to find some value on it just because it's animated. It's one of those things where it's sort of yeah. handicapped by its genre, where maybe you're able to get some value because nobody knows how to, you know, it's one yeah, of those it one in a million kind of things. Yeah, I could see it being like a 35 to 1 opener, 50 to 1, and then kind of work. I could see it oh, being wow. a problem of the pack. Um, I, I, I personally think um, of all the visual effects, since I have watched all the um, visual effect movies that have been shortlisted for the Academy Awards, I, I, I still think it's good. I think Godzilla yeah. minus one has the best visual effects. And I, I, then I have poor things, and then I have Spider-Man across the uh, Spider-Verse. Those are kind of my top three. But do you think it's maybe one of those things? I mean, they, it's not like they talk to each other about this, but like they don't want to... They don't want to give away too many like awards to Japan. Um, not that they don't want to, but like if they give one to Muzazaki for uh, animated, can't really. They don't really want I mean, to give look, another one out Japan to another Japanese-based you know, film. Like, if they if they if they if they come, that's to that's ball, true. Yeah, you know, go 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 hard or go home. Yeah, you know? I feel for like sure. Japan. And look, they got Perfect Days coming up too for best international film. So look, mm-hmm. if Japan can get a clean sweep. More respect to them, man. If they get, if they can go three and zero at the academies, I, I, again, right. I will say I brought this up with Godzilla last week. I just want to say that it was supposed to be out of the theaters in America in early December. We are sitting here January twelfth, yeah. and it's still making money and it's still in theaters. So I just I don't know. Yeah. I think if if it's the only category Godzilla gets nominated for, they might they might reward it with it. So that's gonna be yeah. an interesting market to look at. Uh, let's look at the sound real quick and the score. Uh, because these are again yeah. two markets uh, that Spider-Man I, did. Spider-Man get shortlisted for sound. I know it got shortlisted for score. It did. It uh, did not. That's it right. Did not for so sound. for sound, it's just score. And then it did get okay. shortlisted for best song with "I Am Dreaming." Metro Boomin is booming, folks. Uh, this guy is everywhere. <laughs> He's everywhere. He's he is literally booming. And yeah. I know. When we first saw this movie in the summer, Brian, we were talking about the songs. You liked Am I Dreaming, which ended up getting shortlisted. I liked Calling. Um, and I know a lot of people like, I think it's Link Up. So, like, this was a film that had great music. And a lot of people loved the soundtrack. Again, shout out to Metro Boomin for creating such a great soundtrack. So, what do you think about Am I Dreaming? Uh, this is shortlisted. I think it's going to get nominated. I can't wait to hear it performed at the Academy Awards. Yeah. I'm not betting on it if it gets nominated, <laughs> though, uh, because, you know, we are pretty much on the Barbie crusade for best song, and I'm on the John Baptiste crusade yeah. for um, It Never Went Away with his film American Symphony. So what are your thoughts on Am I Dreaming and the best song category and then also the best score, even though we both think Oppenheimer is going to take the best score? Yeah, definitely. So for song, really, when it comes to best song, this is where animated films really clean up. So, I mean, Lion King, for you know, using that as an example, had out of the five possible nominations, had four of the possible five. So, yeah. And it happens all the time where these animated films have a lot of songs in them, obviously. But those are usually Disney films. They're usually like princess films, that kind of thing. So... You, you get a lot of that. So really, not a lot of that this year. So I do think this has a possibility of, of getting in. The, the, right now, they have it on the outside looking in, but they have Flamin' Hot is in there as like one of their top five. Um, so 
Maybe, but like I think that one can easily be bumped to have Spider-Man, you know, slide into that spot. So totally see that happening because they do have "It Never Went Away" with John Baptiste in the top five, along with "Roads to Freedom" by Lenny Kravitz is in there as well, and of course the two Barbie, uh, the two Barbie songs, which is ah, what do they have? Uh, what was I made for? And they also have "Dance the Night Away." But I think of the. Of those five, of so the first thing, let's just talk about the Barbie really quick. <laughs> sure. um, it's it's definitely what was I made for is definitely going to be in. Um, I think it's a toss up between Dance the Night Away and I'm Just Ken because I think yeah. you know I don't know what's going to happen there. Sometimes they just want to put the name in there so they can have that person perform it, and who knows if you know Ryan Gosling wants to perform. But anyways, moving off of Barbie, I can see Spider Man getting in. I think they use the music really well in this movie, and I think it really drives the story, which I think a lot of us who handicap the best song category really enjoy it when you actually the song is part of. The yeah, film, when the when the song is part right. of the. So script. I, I think I can see it having a. Sorry, I, I was gonna say when when the when right. the song yes, is part exactly. of the script. Um, that's I think when we we like it. Now I think a good example of that. We've talked about this in the past. Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, where James Gunn incorporates the soundtrack mm-hmm. that Peter Quill uses as part of the script and part of the soundtrack. Like he's listening to the soundtrack with Definitely. the audience. That's mm-hmm. really cool. I think I'm in agreement with you on Barbie. I think for, so. For me, I think you have uh, what was I made for? One of the Barbie songs. Don't know Jean Baptiste, which I think is winning. Uh, I think right. it's going to win as a heavy long shot too, much yep. like Judas and Black Messiah did a few years ago. Judas Black Messiah was 25 to 1 um, as an underdog going into the Oscars and won Best Song. I think we're going to see something very similar where Jean-Baptiste is probably plus 800, plus four digits, and he gets the win. So we'll see there. But then, you know, let's just theoretically... That's a real long shot, though. Real long yeah, shot. Yeah, I mean, that would be the category, too, the market to look yeah. for a long shot in. Um, yeah. And not for nothing, but, you know, Billie Eilish just won an Academy Award two years ago. Did the Academy want to give it to her that soon? We'll see. Um, and I, I agree and then with that. also I agree with and what then you're also um, I think Quiet Eyes is getting underlooked. Now I'm not gonna say it's gonna win Best Song, but the Academy you usually likes to put at like you know one of these low key quieter songs. Quiet Eyes, where the, you know no pun intended, but it's a good song. It's just very <laughs> slow paced and and and, and soft spoken. I think it might get in uh, as kind of a as kind of a where did that come from? Now, we sit here, we say this. I think Floor and Sun, they have yeah. two songs nominated. So that would be the other film I would want to review before I give all my best song uh, nominations. But I think I'm with you. Am I Dreaming is, you know, first four in, first four out right now, if we're using bracketology as an analogy. So yeah, I want to see it performed. I want it to get nominated. I don't think it's going to win, though. Um, I think I think Jean-Baptiste, uh, It Never Went Away, is yeah. going to end up winning. But that's just that's just how I feel. Um, interesting mark that mark that like the, the long shot yeah. and that's even after the globes came out and um billy eilish won, won for what was i made for already which i wouldn't say it's like a surprise it's just we'll see how the golden globes go from here on out being like a precursor award now that they've gotten rid of a lot of the original members of the hollywood foreign press so we'll see how it ends up you know is it more of a straight like comparison do you know when the baftas are by any chance uh, I do not because know that would be the other um, I want to say it's in yeah like a, but like they've also have like a weird voting system I've heard um, well they they're much more international that's gonna be a weird that's gonna be interesting winners but I, yeah I wonder yeah just kind of where their thinking process is with 
with the song. I just feel like Billie Eilish is, is probably going to clean up a lot of these precursor awards for this. But I again, I just I feel like yeah. there's just something telling me that they're that the peers of the music industry are going to if the, if John Batiste is nominated, I think they're going to lean towards him uh, because of, I mean, everything. Sure. That man has gone through with his wife um, and the story behind the song. It's just so beautiful. So, like, I think Billie Eilish, I, I really do think it's a tighter race. I think she's going to open as a, as a minus 400 favorite. Um, but I do think, again, I'm going to go with John Batiste yeah. as one of my top value plays of the night. Um, and not Am I Dreaming, which is, we kind of got off topic. But, yeah, Am I Dreaming. Um, again, I think it might get nominated. We're not sure. Not for sure. Yeah, don't bet on it is basically what we're saying. Um, yeah. And then do you want to go to score? Yeah, next? I mean, I don't have much to say about that. I was going to kind of give you the floor at this because I know you love the Oppenheimer score. Uh, and so I was going to kind of give you the reins on that. I think Oppenheimer wins best score. I think Killers of the Flower Moon is also a great bet to make. Uh, I would like to see Spider-Man nominated for best score, but I don't think yeah. it will win regardless. So what are, what is your thoughts on best score? Yeah, I think it's going to be tough just because Oppenheimer is sort of this like freight train. They also just had it's a lot of these like lead up events are a huge deal. Like they just had a live concert of Oppenheimer with the composer. So and it was like all like all up on social media. So, I mean, they're really all in on this. The only other one I might see, you know, winning is Killers of the Flower Moon because I just started rewatching it on Apple TV Plus. And I was like, oh, yeah, this actually was really good. The score is very interesting of mixing Scorsese's sort of musicality with this sort of era without using like a Rolling Stone song. But overall, I think Oppenheimer is going to take this category. I think Spider-Man gets nominated, but I don't think it wins. So best score, uh, animated movies had a nice little run in the 90s. 1998, they won, oh, yeah. check this, they won one, two, three, four, they won five in a row in terms of getting nominated. So yeah. 1989, Little Mermaid. Oh, all Alan Menken. That's interesting too. Hans Zimmer did get one for the line. Oh yeah, up. he's heavyweight. Yeah, so Alan Menken, he got a best score win in The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Pocahontas. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a nice little Also, that was there. a huge Disney, that was the Disney renaissance. Yes, it was. So everybody was, you know, that they were on their, on their A. Shout out to Soul. Um, I don't think Soul gets enough credit now. They're just re-releasing that mm-hmm. in theaters. Uh, Soul won Best Score at the Academy Awards in 2020. That is a Disney movie. And you mentioned Disney. Uh, Disney has actually won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Best Scores. Um, going back as far as 1940 with wow. Pinocchio and 1941 Dumbo. So some fun facts there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's sort of their... Sort of their category. So let's go now to the big one for this film. Not the big one in terms of the entire Academy Award show, but for this film. And it's a genre, best animated film. Um, we don't know what the market's going to open at. You think Boy Heron might open as the favorite. I'm inclined to agree. I think it's going to be close. We feel it's between these two films. Is there any other films you want to give a shout out to in the animated market? The only one I would probably give a shout out to is Nimona. I liked Elemental, I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I think Nimona is actually on the level of Boy Heron and Spider-Man Across the spider I would say it's elite. Yeah. Um, and then Suzumi I haven't seen, but I'm hearing great things about that. So those would be the only ones that I have uh, even threatening these two films, but I still think it's between Boy Heron and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. What, are, what do you think about this market? 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, right now, over at Variety, they have Spider-Man winning this particular yeah. category, although I know that this reviewer or this prognosticator really enjoyed Spider-Man. He really enjoys sort of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. I mean, he likes all the <laughs> movies, but you kind of have to read between the lines. It's like, yeah, this person likes these type of movies. I get it. Um, but I really can. It's really just gonna. I think it's coming down to the boy and the heron and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It's do you like these big blockbuster, you know, American-made films, or are you gonna go with the very like artsy yep. uh, animated film from a legend in the animated space? So really, it's just who, who, who what do these people like to vote for? So um, if it, if Spider-Man opens as a as an underdog in take this particular it. category, as a plus money underdog. Yep. I'll take it. I'll take it because it. I thought this would go in like minus one twenty, minus one fifty. Me too. But with Boy and the Heron winning at the Globes and then winning at a lot of other, uh, a lot of these other, uh, you know, Critics Choice Awards, Guild Awards, um, if it's plus money, I'm taking it. So this director for Boy Heron, he won um, in twenty in two thousand two for Spirited Away. Um, so he has a track record. You know, he got nominated for Howl's Moving Castle. In 2005, uh, it did not win. It lost to Wallace and Gromit. Shout out. Love that. <laughs> Big Wallace and Gromit fan here. <laughs> um, he, let's see if he popped up anywhere else. I don't believe so. But there is a track record. There is a history there. And he is basically he's basically uh, one out of two. Uh, he's 50% there. Oh, Wes Anderson, Isle of Dogs. Nice. Yeah. So uh, as, as I'm just going through all these animated films that have been nominated. Right? Shout out. Um, so I'm kind of with you. Now, this reminds me a lot, though, of uh, Toy Story and Klaus, where Toy Story was the big blockbuster American film, kind of like you referred to, and Klaus was more of a uh, you know artsy German film. And I think... Honestly, we have something similar here. Where and Klaus was threatening. Now, Toy Story was a, was a favorite yeah. for a, for the whole time, but as the Academy Awards drew closer, a lot of people felt Klaus was a great value pick. I think I believe it closed at plus four hundred um, behind Toy Story. So I think we might have something similar here, where you know whatever opens as the favorite, a lot of people are going to be betting on the valued underdog, and then those odds will trickle and trickle. But yeah. I think. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the best, one of the best films of the year. I think it's the best animated film. Um, for me, Boy Heron was a bit artsy. Um, I enjoyed it, but I don't think everyone will. And honestly, if it wasn't for the parakeets, I'm not sure how much I would actually enjoy the film. Uh, so the right. parakeets were the best part of that. Yeah. So I think it's going to win. Uh, but again, I'm with you. The way you bet it is you see what opens and you see where the value is and maybe go with right. that. So I'm with you on that. Um, definitely. Yeah. The only, the only thing I want to sort of note that's not animated related is, uh, most of the favorites are huge favorites right now, um, on, uh, on DraftKings. So like Oppenheimer's like minus 600, um, Cillian Murphy's like minus 400. I'm kind of just going off the top of my head. Um, uh, Divine Taylor, Joy Randolph is a huge favorite yeah. as well. The only category that's really close right now that's available to bet is the best actress category where Lily Gladstone is now a like $2 favorite and Emma Stone is a, uh, I believe, plus 165, uh, like short shot. Um, with DraftKings, yes, specifically. Uh, I would fire on Emma Stone. Because I think she's gonna, it's it should close much closer to that. Because I think she's gonna win a couple of these awards. Of course, key in for the SAGs because that's where we're gonna kind of, it will kind of be decided. But I think it's gonna be very very close. Um, 
I'm I'm so happy that Lily Gladstone is getting her flowers. I have her a ticket at plus three hundred a while back. Uh, but I mean, if you want to hedge, it's Emma Stone or Lily Glad Lily Gladstone. Yeah, we told point. you to hedge, or you know, weeks ago we said you know hedge because yeah. you, what you had is you had BetMGM that had Lily Gladstone at plus one twenty five, and you had I think it was DraftKings that had Emma Stone at plus one ten. So well, go to each book. Take a ticket on both. You're going to come out on top because it's between these two, quite frankly. Right. And uh, Lily Gladstone getting her uh, flowers. You you set me up, but you went too fast, Brian. Her killers of the flowers. Moon. So a little play on. Play on oh, nice. Yeah, sorry, I had to get my my dad. Zinger. Yeah. So I think that pretty much does it for uh, Spider-Man yeah. Across the Spiders and the animation yep. market as a whole. Um, real quick, I do want to give you my because. Before we close this whole conversation out, we'll end on this because you enjoyed Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, I've reviewed. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've reviewed. Hold on, I've reviewed 102 Oscar movies this year, and I have Super Mario Brothers at 99. So I did not enjoy it, <laughs> um, and I would say it to me. Interesting. Yeah. To me, it was the biggest disappointment of the year. I had very high expectations for this film like i'm talking animation contender is going to give spider-man a run for its money um it might get nominated but it's not winning and the reason i bring this up brian is because a yeah. you you enjoyed it so i'm sorry that i just said all those bad things about it but uh it got nominated right. at the golden globes for best animated film so before we hop out of here um right. what is your thoughts on super mario brothers in terms of actually getting nominated for best animated film so I think that it has sort of an uphill climb. I think the thing that it sort of hangs its hat on is that it's the second largest grossing movie of the year behind Barbie. And before that, it was the largest uh, opening. Um, also, Universal, what a great year for them. Yeah. They had the second highest grossing movie and I think like the third or fourth highest grossing movie of the year in Oppenheimer. So good for them. But there are a lot of contenders, a lot of international films uh, that are really, really well done. I mean, even Teenage Mutant Ninja Fantastic. Turtles was put out this year, which yeah. has a good shot um, to jump in. Um, like, right now, their top five is Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse, Boy in the Heron, Elemental, Chicken Run, Dawn of the mm, Nugget yeah. is on there, and then Robot Dreams that I've never seen. I've never seen that movie. Um, so it'll be interesting. But I thought Super Mario Brothers was great if that's what you were, like, going for. But it's not... It, a lot of people had problems with the voice acting of Chris Pratt. I forget his name from Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt being, you know, an Italian guy. And it was interesting. Uh, but I thought it was a fun movie. I thought Peaches, you either love Peaches or you hate Peaches, the song. Um, I just love yeah, Jack Black, so I'm okay with it. But if it doesn't get in, I'm not heartbroken. This isn't like the most interesting category to me, unfortunately. Um, but it's, a, it's one you can make money on. But. I think if it doesn't get in, it's okay. I'm not, my heart's not broken. But Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse yeah. should get in, and it would win because it, yep. it was a really fantastic and film. So get on Netflix, check it out if you haven't. It's on there. And uh, before we head out, uh, I just want to yeah. give a quick shout-out to Flea from last year. First, uh, really breaking history. It was an animated film that also got nominated for Best International Film, and it got nominated for Best Documentary in the same year. So I uh, just want to give a quick shout-out to Flea oh, that's while we have the animated sure. market on our minds. Uh, that's going to do it for us, Brian. You want to bring us home? Of course. E, Tom is Tom. Sorry, Tom's is at underscore TJKC underscore. If you want to follow him, he also has a Discord for any of his other betting trends and stuff. So just follow him on that. And of course, thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Have a good rest of your day.